great day. Get out mm-hmm. there and see some of the uh, fine work by uh, Great Rivers Greenway. And uh, just so happens we're joined by Emma Clues right now to talk about uh, kind of how they go about getting those greenways out there. It's a good day to get out there, isn't it, Emma? It is. Good morning. Thanks good morning. for having me. So um, do you want to talk about some of the partnerships that you um, are that you all have and that what goes into play with um like with a the McGraw, great rivers. you know he's been a partner yeah, yeah. he has yes he has he has we know there's no <laughs> i in team <laughs> that's right it is hugely important to our mission and it just always fascinates me to think about all the different ways that we work with different partners so you know when you think about the beginning we're doing lots of community engagement we're we're trying to you know get the feedback from the neighbors and business owners and stakeholders. So not only are we partnering with them, but we're also often combining efforts with other organizations that are already doing work in those communities. You know, so rather than maybe holding our own open house for an event, we might, uh, you know, do a combo with an organization that's already doing a resource fair or, uh, you know, a community festival or things like that. So from day one, there's, (laughs) there's those types of partnerships. And then as we figure out what that Greenway can look like, you know, we're not necessarily the owners of the land where the greenways might go. So we're looking for partners to, uh, you know, donate land or sell us an easement or maybe just give us permission to go through a um, city right-of-way or a campus or things like that. So, again, more more partners helping to, to let us go all over the community to, to bring these greenways to life. I guess I didn't. Those part- oh, so go, go ahead. ahead. Go ahead. Um, I was going to say, you know, when you when you go further into the project – there's so much that goes into it, and I guess I didn't even and realize, um, you know, you you have to work with the MSDs and and the highways and and railroads. Can you talk about that? Yes, there's so many technical factors that go into something like that, and sometimes this is us, you know, going to one of those partners. Sometimes maybe one of their staff members or technical experts serve on one of our working groups to help guide the project. You know, if you think about utilities that might be either underground or even overhead, you know, we've had times where I'm picturing the the latest uh, Greenway extension of Broadway Greenway Grants Trail to connect to River to Pear Greenway. There was a part there where we were building a bridge over Bayless Avenue, um, coordinating with Missouri Department of Transportation so that we could make sure we weren't, you know, having to make people cross over highway on-ramps and off-ramps. So we've got a big bridge. But overhead are high power transmission lines with Amron. <laughs> so we're having to thread the needle and, and figure out how to go high enough to get out of traffic, but low enough to be out of the way of those um, utilities. So, you know, whether it's railroads or a municipality or a utility, there are lots of technical factors that we have to coordinate with all those different partners. And just, you know, the partnerships that you have to go through when the land is coming through and you think of the brick line, you know, thinking, you know, t- talking with Metrolink and all the examples you just gave out. But then, you know, Great Rivers Greenway, you guys are awesome. Emma, we love talking to you, so is Troutman and everyone else. But, you know, we don't know everything. And so sometimes things have to pop up where, oh, no, you have to come up with and find a partnership because maybe it's a economical or I, I think McGraw's always talking about the salamanders being an issue at one point. There's probably been a few occasions where you guys have to go researching about who to talk to because a new subject or a new issue did pop up that you did not envision. Exactly. You never know what you're going to find when you start looking into, you know, the land. And, and so you have to react. There might be an endangered species that you want to work around to make sure that you're not disturbing their habitat. Or, um, you know, in one case we had 
um, some endangered bats that we just needed to adjust our timing, right? So they're going to go in, you know, roost in old dead trees on part of the year, and then they also will go into the cave um, in Cliff Cave Park for part of the year. So when we want to take out some of those old dead trees that are a hazard, we don't want to take them out during the time of year that the bats are, are making their home there. So it wasn't something that would, you know, disrupt them if we did it at the right time. But all those kinds of things just adjust, you know, the way that we do the projects throughout the couple of years that it takes to, to design and plan and, and construct a segment. Emma Clues is here with uh, Great Rivers Greenway. She is the VP of Communications and Outreach. And some of the other things that you you do, um, um, it's a great opportunity for people to learn more about the history of our area and and the culture. And so you do um, you do partner in that way as well. Absolutely. We are not history experts. We defer to those like the Greer Museum of Black History or the Missouri History Museum for the really telling of the full stories. But what we think the Greenways can do is spark people's interest. So we might have a sign or a mention on a walking tour or a public art piece that might highlight a piece of history along the way and then hopefully point people to to more resources where they can really dive in. Um, so we're often trying to elevate specific voices of people who know what they're talking about, and that is not always us, but it's perfectly fine. Um, you know, we've talked on on KTRS here before about the Mill Creek Valley project uh, in the city that's going near the new soccer stadium, and so that's a perfect example. We're really uh, focusing on showcasing and, and talking to the residents who used to live in that neighborhood and then being able to, to provide just enough information and just enough uh, celebration on the Greenway to to hopefully let people go, you know, read a book by a local author like Vivian Gibson or go check out a, you know, future exhibit at a museum or go online and learn more. What is the latest, um, Emma, on the Brookline Greenway? Yeah, we have a couple different segments that are in planning and we continue to leverage federal uh, funding as well to help supplement the local tax dollars and philanthropy that are going into the project. So we've got that Market Street segment that's in the uh, former Mill Creek Valley neighborhood, and that is going into design to be in conjunction with the um, the same timing as the Major League Soccer Stadium opening for St. Louis City SC team. So that part will be in construction over the next year or so and, and open when they have their first game in 2023. And then we're also, we got the Federal Transportation Department's grant for the section that will go from Fairgrounds Park on Grand South over to Cass Avenue over to Spring. So that first mile of that section is going into design here in the next couple of months. Uh, and then we're also working in the Metrolink corridor with our partners at Bi-State to figure out how to get between the Central West End Station and the Grand Metrolink Station. And so those are kind of the three that are in major progress right now. And those are, I mean, that's great that you, you know, getting the, the federal the federal funds. And you you guys are modeling the Brookline Greenway just so we can kind of um, refresh the memory of our listeners. You guys are modeling this with uh, another city that's doing this, right? We have actually looked at many different cities to learn from them. So we've been, you know, visiting with some of our peers as part of the Highline Network. Um, the Highline is a project in New York City. There's also the Atlanta Beltline or the Indianapolis Cultural Trail. So we've been trying to study all those different types of projects uh, to see, you know, and learn from them of what has worked well and 
and what have been some of the risks or some of the maybe negative consequences and just really trying to learn as much as we can to, to do the best here in St. Louis. All right. Emma Clues, as always, thank you for joining us from Great Rivers Greenway and giving us an update on everything. We appreciate it. Becca, thank you.